Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. It's a podcast show that uses travel to highlight stories of personal growth. So each week we'll spotlight the stories of courageous world travelers, creative wanderers, and digital nomads who share their incredible experiences of the world through their eyes. If you like traveling, this is what you need. So tune in Wednesday, every single week. For inspiration, how you can live free. Nubia and Francis Chronicles Abroad. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. I'm Francis. And I'm your hostess with the mostest, Nubia. Oh, oh my God, really? Are we adding that? Yes, ma'am. We're doing that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. Go <laughs> hate. Well, today we have a fabulous show for you guys. Uh, we are joined here with Madiha. I see I already messed it up because you made me nervous. No, you said it correctly. Perfectly. Did I? Madiha yeah. Tamu? Yes. Okay. I got nervous. I was like, see, I want to... Because Nubia put me on the spot. <laughs> Please introduce <Right>. yourself. <laughs> Well, my name is uh, Madiha Temor, and I usually go by Maddie. Most of my friends, since I moved to America, they call me Maddie, and and I kind of now feel more comfortable with this name. Okay. And um, I have a son. I have a 16-year-old boy, and uh, originally we are from Pakistan, but I grew up in Saudi Arabia, and um, from there, I lived there all my life, and then... From there, I moved to London. I lived in London for two years. Then I moved back to Saudi Arabia. Then I came to um, Flagstaff and started living here. Back in 2014, I moved here in Houston. And wow. yeah, <laughs> lots of moves. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. I don't know if you guys have heard or have read in the news recently, but Saudi Arabia is now issuing tourist visas. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And also for single women, which is for lone women, because, you know, it's not something that you would normally do, no. right? Yeah, it's a very um, preserved kind of society. A very con- uh, Like, they feel very, I guess, intimidated or very threatened when uh, outsiders come in. So even though when I moved there, I think I was two years old. So for me, that was home. That was like my life. But the other side was that since we were living in an American compound, my dad was working for an American company. So our lifestyle, even though we were living in Saudi Arabia, our lifestyle was a little different, more open, easier to like, I I used to jog, I used to swim, we used to have concerts in our compound. So it wasn't as bad as it sounds sometimes in media. Uh, Outside, it was very difficult for for like women to move around but so my dad has to do all that duty of you know taking us from to the malls or to our friends place but it was all right I guess but I think at that time uh, since I was a kid I was living with my parents it was a very different experience but when I went back and that was in 2006 and I started working there it was a completely different experience and working and dealing with the administration and the restrictions and all that it it was hard and I remember when I went to London and lived there and then went back to Saudi Arabia then I could actually feel the difficulties like they became more obvious to me you can say before it wasn't as obvious Mm -hmm. then it became more obvious so 
I decided that I don't think this is a place for me. I don't think I wouldn't be able to survive here for long. And I decided. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, from what I've read, it's a little difficult because it is a reserved country and they have certain right. rules and laws and, you know, the patriarchy and all that. It's just a little, yeah, a little difficult. But I think they're changing a lot now from how it was back then when I was growing up. So I think they will get there. Yeah. I mean, recently, I believe they uh, are allowing women to get driver's license now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, they still need permission, but we're, you know, baby steps. Progress. (laughs) That's absolutely, that's that's huge progress. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, uh, I always uh, feel London, um, I think London is very close to my heart only because I think that was first time in my life that I started living independently, making decisions independently. And before that, um, because even though we were from Pakistan, but the culture is pretty much the same. Like, you know, the parents would make decisions for you. You were not allowed to have boyfriends or go out and stuff like that. And and when I got married, um, my husband was pretty much the same way. Very like he was very overprotective. And um, so I think when I moved to London with my kid and he was six, seven years old at that time. So I'm studying, I'm working, I'm living on my own. It was just great experience. I, I just loved it. And I think that germ was inside me from day one. So I, I think I was always that kind of a person who was more, you know, um, like to be independent. And, you know, so it was just perfect for me. How has your son dealt with a lot of, you know, the moving and the transitions from, you know, being in London and then being in Houston? What has that been like for him? And of course, you so for him. It's a it's a very it's a great question and it's very interesting and strange that whenever we moved anywhere and whichever school he went to it was london or here in flagstaff teachers would say was he born here like he just assimilated so quickly and so easily he never had any issues and i don't know who should i give credit to myself <laughs> or i should give credit to playstation because he was playing and interacting <laughs> with people but he was just so comfortable and he would change his accent and he would like learn english so quickly so it was not a problem at all actually and i think well he's that was a great kid yeah and if you know, i has met him and um, and he was just very comfortable and moving from Flagstaff, Houston, it was a very uh, big transition because from elementary school to middle school to high school and Flagstaff has a very different culture. There are a lot of Native Americans over there. And then coming to Houston, it was perfect. Mom was having more problem than the kids. So <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was in- well, uh, let's give the listeners a little background, um, Maddie. So I met Maddie, uh, how many years has it been now? Years 2010 or maybe? Maybe, yeah, because I moved moved to Fairfax, Virginia in 2009. And I happened to move right next door to Maddie's parents. So I lived in the townhome directly next door to her father and mother. And that's how we met. We developed a friendship and it's been a friendship ever since. (laughs) And... um, it's just, it's great because, you know, we come from two different backgrounds, but we immediately was able to connect in our own way. You, you know what I mean? And right. um, you respected me and my children as African-American single mom, right? And I respected you as 
a woman who was here with her son and we just connected as mothers, we connected as daughters and we connected as just individual women who were going on their own journeys. And I just, you know, I appreciate you even taking the time out to talk to us because this is a great way for our listeners to, um, to hear from somebody who's not an American and is traveling and moving abroad and, and living all these different places. So we want to get that perspective um, from a non-American, you know, which is, I think we've spoken only to one other non-American, correct, Francis? Mm. The Lhasa was from oh, Spain, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. The Lhasa in yeah. Janus, yep. Yeah, correct. Um, so thank you. Yeah, and I think um, this is what we're experiencing uh, that it's a global world now and we meet people from different cultures and and I think the key is to be tolerant of each other and more appreciative of each other and actually like the diversity enjoy the diversity we don't want to be clones of each other we don't want to see the world to be like uh, you know uh, I would call it a very colorless place as everyone wants to be like you know each other I love the diversity part there was a very interesting thing that one lady said on uh, on a radio uh, NPR here in Houston, and she said, um, I don't like the concept of melting point. I like the concept of a salad bowl because it's like everyone has their own individuality, but when they're together, they make it a very interesting whole. So, it, mm-hmm. so I like that concept that we all have our own individualities, our own personalities, our own um, perspectives of life, but we're still... Uh, like to be together, like to kind of connect with each other at different levels and different ways. But so it's been um, a few years since we've seen one another. It's been more than a few years. Let us know what has been going on with you, some of the places that um, you have lived over the last 10 years, um, because primarily you've been in America since you've left the the Middle East and Europe, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you plan on staying in America or are you thinking about moving abroad? Well, um, I've applied for my immigration, so I'm in the process of that. So the reason that I moved here was because my sister became very sick and I moved here because of her. And then um, her nieces, like my nieces are here and we don't have a huge family. We're only three brothers and sisters. And when she passed away, so they looked up to me so they needed me to be close and my parents were here so that's how I moved here and I joined a master's program initially it was a uh, doctorate and it was basically oral health and sociology and then I took a sabbatical you know we're more than just travel we provide tips resources and hacks for the curious traveler in you. So whether you're a lover of travel or just someone who is ready for a change, we have something for everyone. Then moved to Houston. So I've been studying and working. Uh, right now I'm in a nonprofit organization and it's um, it, I'm working with research. Um, I think my ultimate goal is to get back into my clinicals and probably move again once uh, Zarar, my son, he's in college. And uh, I haven't really planned yet, but that's, I think, where I'm going. I'm probably not out of states right now, but most probably I'll move to um, Washington State, Seattle. 
So what has the, because uh, you said you haven't adjusted well to Houston. What are some of the challenges that you're, you're facing there? I think uh, more than the challenges, the issue is that I'm a very outdoorsy and very scenic person. Mm. And Houston is so flat. You yeah, don't see it is. a lot of, you know, yeah. So it, it's not um, one of those cities that I would, I could see myself living forever or living even for a long time. And I miss the mountains, I miss the trees. And coming from a person who's lived in Saudi Arabia in a desert place, probably that sounds weird, but I think I was craving for that. Yeah. And when I moved to Flagstaff, I could see the mountains outside my bedroom window. So I think I miss that a lot. And I miss hiking. I miss, um, you know, going out on long walks and hilly roads. And I think that's what's kind of bothering me. But otherwise... Houston is a very accepting city. It's not a bad city that way. It's, it's very diverse, fun also. Not a, lo uh, not a lot of things to do here. Uh, I think Austin, I would, if I have to compare in Texas, then Austin would probably be a better city to move to. But, um, like, I don't see myself living here for a long uh, I, I just miss the mountains. So I think either Portland or Seattle would be my next uh, stop. No, I totally understand nice. it because I think that you really need places that feed your soul. Right. So, Maddie, did you have any preconceived notions about living in the States and how, how living in the States would be like prior to you actually moving over to America? Um, so, um, even though I was living in Saudi Arabia, but since I have a lot of family and they live pretty much every part of the world in Australia, Hong Kong and America. So we used to travel a lot and my father would make it a point that on like during summers we would visit my um, family in different parts of the world. So I, it wasn't like I was in a cultural shock. I knew what I'm getting into. I knew what I should expect. Of, of course, there's always a little, you know, apprehension, especially moving with a child. Uh, if you're alone, then you can face a lot of challenges. But when you're with a kid, then there are other issues that you're worried about like you talked about earlier that how he will, you know, feel going to a different school, me always um, have to move to another place and uh, if he's going to miss his friends or teachers. But I think I've been lucky that way. What I used to do, this is kind of my little tip for people who want to move. I would make sure that I do my homework where I'm moving to. Like I would uh, look for apartments. I would actually call the agents, like the real estate agents and talk to them, go to YouTube videos and stuff like that. Like I would make an effort to know the place where I'm going. So like London, when that was my first move, I had no friends or family over there. I didn't know anyone over there. But since I had done my homework a lot, I knew like I even knew the apartment that I will be, you know, moving into. So that really helped. I had already a new, I was familiar with the street through the Google map and all that. So that helped. He's like, I'm spying on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's my neighbor? <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I think that really helped. Okay. So you mentioned that your journey is similar to Elizabeth uh, Gilbert's Eat, Pray, Love book, uh, which is a fantastic book, by the way. Uh, would you be open to elaborating more uh, on this comparison? I wouldn't talk too much about it, but I think uh, where I connect with her and her book is at an emotional level. 
and the relationships I went into and went out of. I think that's where I feel the connection. And when I was moving out of a relationship, I was also moving out of the city and the country as well. It was extremely overwhelming because not only that the house you live in or the person you live with, you're leaving him, but you're also leaving, you know, entire environment. You're leaving your friends also. You're leaving your neighbors also. So it's been very tough and I remember when she mentioned that she moved from New York to Italy and then from there to India and then uh-huh. to Bali and all those places. And I think I feel uh, that I kind of went through the same journey because I was in different relationships and my decisions to move to different countries has a lot to do with this also. This was uh-huh. uh, in the backdrop of relationships. So that's how I relate with her. Yeah, I could definitely relate to that because I remember when I was living in Massachusetts, I got uh, had a, like a really tough breakup, and then I was like, you know what, I need a change of scenery, and I moved to Maryland D.C. area, okay. and then and then I got another relationship. I was like, you know what, let me just get out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm like <laughs> moving forward. I'm like, I can't just keep leaving countries, Lord. I'm running out of continents. <laughs> So I got to figure all that together. So, yeah, I I understand. Yeah, Yeah. You want to basically completely close the chapter as if it never happened. Right. It's over. It's over. Yeah. No, it's not. Don't even want to have common friends. (laughs) Right. Done. Hilarious. No, so you have another year um, in Houston because uh, your son goes off to college next year. Where would you go ideally if you could pack up and go anywhere in the world, money not an issue or an object, where would you go? Wow. I wish you would say I'm the genie and I grant you this. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> a reality instead of just a fantasy. <laughs> I think I would... Never know. Love, yeah, I think I would love to stay in States for a year mm-hmm. just because um, I know that my son would be settling in college. But I think uh, if you really want to know what I would really love to do, I would probably go back to London and uh, not permanently. But I think the experience that I had over there or the memories that I have and the memory of freedom, I think that just sticks with me. I was like, yay! (laughs) Like I threw off my hijab from my head. So far away from me. <laughs> I don't want to see you again. I think those little things, that that was just amazing. And the feeling that I can just go out and, and you know, stay out as long as I want. And I, I, I think those little things that probably in Western society, you probably don't even think about. Mm-hmm. Those were huge things mm-hmm. for me. Those were like uh, dreams that probably you would think that, oh, I don't know if it's ever going to come to or not. Uh, so, Maddie, I guess we'll get, get started on some fun questions. What's your favorite American food? Uh, well, before I wasn't sure, but since I moved to Texas, barbecue. Oh, my yeah. God. I love briskets. I just <laughs> love them. And I can indulge in them all day all night all like every day every day of my life i just love barbecue and there is a place called rudy's if you guys ever get a chance to visit me i will take you there it was it's just the most delicious um 
briskets I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. The beef brisket. Okay. Very good. (laughs) All right. Next. You can't hear us? Yes. Oh, she can not it's it's acting so okay. we're gonna wrap we're gonna start wrapping it up because i can't it's that's okay i'm going in and out all right all right last fun question so maddie what is your favorite cuss word <laughs> <laughs> be honest oh <Okay. laughs> <laughs> uh... I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> I I am not the uh, cuss uh, usually the cuss type of uh, person. But when I'm mad, I think the first word that comes out of my mouth is um, "burn in hell, you fucking asshole." Oh wow, <laughs> it's a whole phrase. <laughs> it's a whole phrase, y'all. It's not even. <laughs> Uh, yeah, That's there's deep. a lot of road rages that you hear here in Houston traffic. So. Said, oh my God, that's a classic. I love that. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Maddie, what have you learned about yourself since going on this journey, you know, moving all these different places and just um, through all of your experiences so far, what have you learned about yourself? So it's time to dive deep and look into the holistic perspective of travel. We believe traveling is an investment in you. So our mission is to inspire you to book that flight, check that item off your bucket list, and go on that adventure. And our hope is to ignite connections all over the world. Hmm. I think a lot because... I always used to think that I'm a very introvert person, I'm very shy, and I used to get very sweaty hands if I see a lot of crowd when I was in Saudi Arabia. And even in Pakistan, I used to get very nervous because I studied in all-girls school and college. So when I moved to Pakistan, Pakistan was a little more open and we used to interact with boys and everything, but I was still very nervous. When I moved to London and I think I, uh, my, the motivation energy came from a relation, bad relationship, I discovered myself to be a very um, extrovert person. I love making friends. I love socializing. I just loved people. I, it never bothered me or made me nervous or who am I going to you know, meet or who are all these people and meeting with English people, like people from England and Scottish. And they're very, very different, very kind of um, reserved people. They're not very open. Like Americans are more open, more friendlier, I think. Mm, I think the main thing that I found out or learned about myself that I'm not an introvert at all. I'm anything but introvert. I love to, I'm a risk taker. I would make, you know, in my friend circle, people from different culture, different faiths, different, you know, everything different. I, I love that. I love the diversity in my friends group and that's what I learned it's interesting because Nubia is an extrovert and I'm an introvert so it works really well you know I do a lot oh, of you are introvert? I, I am I really 
Really? I couldn't tell. Yeah. I mean, I've learned to navigate in a very extroverted <laughs> world. <laughs> but usually after a couple, like when I hang out with people, I'm like, listen, I'll, I'll see y'all in about a week or two. I need a, I need a recharge. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about moving abroad and I think uh, you have to be very open-minded. You have to be very tolerant. You should be, you should not try to stick to your own community. You should try to mingle. I think this is the key word. You should mingle. You should um, have the full experience. Don't just uh, stick to the food that you like to eat or stick to the drinks that you like to drink or the kind of people. I think the key word is you need to mingle and absorb the culture, enjoy the culture, experience different food, go to places that you're scared of. Like you just need to get out of your comfort zone and be more open. I think you have to be open to everything and faith also. You have to be open to different religions. You should be able to, like for me being a Muslim, you can imagine we are very, uh, like we stick to the community and it's not easy for us to, um, I guess, uh, assimilate or mingle with people. But you have to come out of that kind of what would be the right word for it uh expand your perspective right expand yeah yeah. yeah. so i think my advice would be that you have to be open so and and have the you know experience the culture embrace it i would say i think that's solid advice i think that's the the only way to really live life in general right 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 well maddie we really appreciate you spending time with us but you guys, I, I want to add something is sure. like you both are awesome. And I think it's a really Aww. fun podcast and best of luck to you. It's it's really amazing. And I think people who travel or move to different uh, countries or cities, I think they're going to love it. And um, oh, we appreciate that. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty much our goal, because, you know, there are certain countries, for example, we've had a couple people on that actually lived in Mexico City and we haven't heard about Mexico City too much on the map and they love Mexico City. So we're Uh hearing about all these different countries that we haven't heard before that are actually um, could give somebody the opportunity to go and visit and check it out. So I think uh, um, that's like the best part of the podcast or one of the many best parts. Well, Maddie, we don't want to keep you for too long. Again, we really thank you for being a part of the show. Um, And hopefully at some point we get to all connect yeah thank you so much for inviting me and you guys are so friendly so nice it was so easy and um i really enjoyed it thank you for tuning in to chronicles abroad please support us by sharing this podcast through your social media platforms head over to itunes to subscribe rate and leave a review follow us on instagram and hit that like button at chronicles underscore abroad Find us online at our website, chroniclesabroad.com, for tips, resources, and ways we can collaborate. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus.